this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everybody, on this episode of Box Office Breakdown, Ad Astra's mission to Mars is trumped by Downton Abbey's message to your heart. We're going to break it all down next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Holy cow, we are back everybody. Welcome to Box Office Breakdown. This, of course, is the show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we... Pa-pa-pa-pa-parag. Na-na-na-na-na. About the box office that lie ahead, I am Frank Moran. I am Amy Cassano-Martinez. And making us look good and sound even better, Brie in the booth. Hey, everybody. As always, folks, like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, give it a thumbs up, two, three, four... Every minute, every thumbs you can barely fit into the screen. Uh, do that. And you know what? The chat is going to be up and running. So feel free to jump in and share your thoughts about anything that we're talking about. But Amy, yes. if you're watching after we stream live, what can they do? Oh, you guys can comment down below. All right. So we're going to look back at this week's top five. Uh, we'll, we'll do some predictions for next week. Of course, we'll do our box office bet. But then at the end of the show, we're going to do some in-depth spoiler-filled, uh, spoiler-filled discussions about Rambo and Ad Astra. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about those two films. Because those are two new films. We'll talk a little bit about a film that Amy's seen. Yes. Still, it's not Hobbs and Shaw, guys. That's a spoiler. It's still not Hobbs and Shaw. Not yet. <laughs> it's never going to happen. It will. No. I don't. Yes. I've given up hope. I've given up hope. You know what? It's fine. You can give up hope, but I will not. All right. Well, kicking it off this week, uh, there was quite a debate. You missed it last week. Uh, Ryan sat in for you. Yes. While you, whilst you were gone. And uh, we we're debating, like, what's oh, going to be number one? And he was convinced that Downton Abbey could not take the number one spot. It's like a TV show. It's not going to have that much. So it's going to be old people that are seeing it. Uh, <laughs> and it's true. I mean, but it's not just old people. It's so young you and old to, alike. you went to go see it? I, of course, I did not. Oh. I, I did not. Uh, okay. This $31 million <laughs> that it made to be number one at the box office includes zero dollars and zero cents of my money that's sad well it's you know i've never seen it at all so you know had it been the subject of our box office bet i would have gone and seen it I'd, yeah i did hear from carla renata who's a host for our um the curvy critic over on bhl network that she said she has never seen the show but she saw the movie and she loved it and that you don't need to have seen the show to un- see the movie all right frank there it is go see it mm, great can't wait <laughs> that's what <laughs> You know, I'm also in the same position that I've never seen anything. I hardly know what it's about. I've only seen the trailer once, and I was so confused. I was like, wait, isn't this a show? Well, and, yeah, yeah. It's about a lovable scamp named Downton Abbey who gets involved in these, you know, 
political situations there in Britain. Wow, that's a great description. Yeah, I feel exactly like they should it. put that in. Yeah, that's in... exactly what it is about the show. So just watch it with that and you're set. Okay. Yep. And you've never seen the show? No, well, no, but you just know about, you know, just by living your life, you pick up on stuff. So that lovable scamp, Downton Abbey. Okay. Yeah. Cool. He's a rascal. Oh, that makes me want to go see it even more. Okay, perfect. That's great. Uh, so yes, that uh, that easily dominated the box office. There was mm-hmm. always, there was that debate, it's like, hey, you know, we got Brad Pitt; he's in a box office draw, but still, the the fan base for Downton Abbey uh, was too much to deny. That's what it is. They came out to fully support. Fans this. are everywhere. Uh, speaking of Mr. Pitt, though, he came in at number two with his film Ad Astra, uh, that made nineteen point two million dollars at the box office. A film that Amy still has not seen. Still, it just came out. Yeah. I I haven't seen it. Two days ago, you still could have seen. I mean, it just came out, so I honestly the trailer did not hook me at all. And I love some space stuff. You know, we could always use a little more of that. I honestly thought from the trailer that this was a movie for some reason that was a sequel. (laughs) (laughs) To what? What did you think it was a sequel to? I don't know. I just they made it seem like it was a sequel because his dad, and I thought the first movie was his dad, and then this was the (laughs) sequel, and then I found out it's not. It, and it's weird because it feels like a movie that we've already had, but we have not. And that's happened, I feel like, multiple times this year alone. And I don't know what that says about our movies. Where they just seem out. very like, oh, yeah, I feel like I've seen this yes. already. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, even obviously, like before the trailer came out and everything, it just feels familiar. Um, so. I will get into my spoiler filled thoughts at the end of the episode. Okay. I will say, though, that. Uh, in terms of world building and visuals, there mm-hmm. is some. St- there is, I found a lot of stuff interesting about that. Oh, good. Uh, ultimately, the the message, the the character arc that he wants to tell. Uh, we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Our director, James Gray, uh, I found kind of lacking. So I was... I kind of went up, and then I came straight back down by the end of it. Okay. Thanks, Amy. Hey, I'm just trying to get to our chat. Um, Okay. I was really trying to... uh, Turned down the volume and then I turned something else on that thinks my phone thinks I'm dying now. It's like a medical thing that came up. Right. I'm fine. All I'm right. in the chat. Um, and I do like that you did like the world building, which that might make people be like, okay, maybe I should go see something that feels like I've already seen it. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, there there is some enticing things. And so if you do have an, an interest in space films, if you've liked Interstellar, <gasps> yeah. oh, uh, that you was know, long. The Martian, just in terms of that kind of world in them, the mechanics of actually getting people to another planet, the yeah. logistics and stuff, that kind of stuff always intrigues you, how they bring that to life on screen. Then I think there's something to enjoy about this film. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, the, the message, uh, I feel, is lacking. How does this fall in your space movies? You know, I think I would... I would. I probably. I, 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 I'm taking it just for three. If I'm taking like Martian, Interstellar, and this film. I mean, okay. I'm just putting those three in terms what about of kind First of, Man. That one just came out. You don't mind. <gasps> you need to see First Man. Okay. okay, continue. I think it's on HBO, Frank. If you have HBO. That's right. I do see whenever my uh, my Directv pauses, it goes to a big Ryan Gosling face saying, "Hey, you can catch this now." See, uh, on they HBO. know. 
they, they know, know they know me I, and, so I was like, and I did Here. think about that like I was like oh yeah that's out I should check it out I would put this uh, simply number three after so uh, The Martian Interstellar and then Ad Astra I put Ad Astra third alright yeah Okay. All right. Well, if that doesn't make you want to run out and see it, I don't <laughs> know what will. There you go. Yep. Uh, make sure you put that there on the uh, the promotional posters. Yes. This is my number third film behind <laughs> these other two. Uh, coming to number three, speaking of thirds, is Rambo Last Blood from Lionsgate. $19 million for what we think right now is Sylvester Stallone's last film featuring John Rambo. What a way to go out on it. I'll have more. I'll do a spoiler filled with stuff at the end of the episode. Uh, this film is, I'll, I'll just say it, starts with the downer, uh, ends very Macaulay, uh, Macaulay Culkin style. So if that seems like what you want that, out of a Rambo film. What does that mean? Macaulay home Culkin, alone? Yeah. It gets really home alone-ish at the end of this film. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. So there you go. All right. Okay. If you want to see uh, old man <laughs> Sylvester Stallone do kind of like a home alone riff. And then this oh, might be for you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's the I, only thing that was missing. If he, oh, he well, come that, on. You say I'm Home gonna... Alone. That's what I think yeah. of. Um, it was interesting, though, to see how close the second and third were from each other. Spots, you know. This, I feel like Rambo, critically, is not being well received. Mm. But I think from the fan base, it seems to be getting a much bigger, bigger response. You know, I, I feel like... What you would want... Like, a meditation on an old veteran, maybe... Does he ever finally lay down his arms? How does he kind of quiet the war within himself? If, you think, if you're looking for something deep like that with Rambo, uh, Last Bud, you're going to the wrong movie. This oh, is not I a deep what, movie okay. in any way, shape, or form. I don't need a deep movie. It's no, fun. no. You, Sometimes yeah. you don't. You just want to see a kind of stereotypical portray, uh, portrayals of uh, another culture and then just some bonkers oh, no. violence. Oh. So there you go. I don't mind violence. In movies. Right. Well, there you go. Yeah. In real life, you're also a fan. Most definitely not. Club. Oh, I'm sorry. First rule of Fight no, Club, Frank. I, uh-oh. Looks like I got to fight tonight. neither confirm nor deny <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> uh, coming to number four, It Chapter 2 from Warner Brothers, another 17.2. And then... Yeah, I saw that one. Has it been that late? I mean, it has, you were early on the show anymore, so I don't know what you've seen. It was seen. two um, weeks ago. Calm down. Okay? <laughs> I was not here last week. I was here the week before that. Mm-hmm. I did see it. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Did you enjoy it? I did. All the right. casting was perfect. Did we talk about it? We did. We did. Yeah. Okay. Period. Okay. The casting was perfect. Thank Done. you. There you go. Okay. And Rounding It Out is a film that you could not wait to go see. And I cannot that wait to hear your so thoughts That is so true. A Hustlers. <laughs> 17 million straight up. Yeah. Wait. Have you seen it? I did see it. I thought Constance Wu was El Terrible. Why did you change the language? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Holy moly. I love Jennifer Lopez so much. She, uh, I, I enjoyed her in the film. Yes, but. I I honestly do not see when people are saying there's Oscar buzz for, J, for J-Lo for this film. Yeah. I don't come away thinking like, yep, let's give it to her. I mean, honestly, like it's. I'm a huge fan of hers, and I've seen a whole lot of her movies, a good chunk of them, um, and they all kind of feel like cousins to each other, and this one just feels completely different. Um, except for Selena. Except for Selena, and enough, you know, like, there's there's variations, but 
Hey, if people are going to be talking about Jennifer Lopez possibly being nominated for an Oscar, I'm all about it because I love her so much. There are a lot of moments where I'm like, whoa, whoa. But I think Constance Wu also really brought it. Um, really? I yeah. did not enjoy her at all. She was underwhelming in this role for me. I don't agree that with you. I could not like to have her kind of be our point of view character for this yeah. film. I thought really kind of hampered the film because I did not buy her character or at least her portrayal of it. And so yeah. I had nothing invested and what happened to her in the film. And so it made it kind of like, uh, her, her yeah. scenes were just kind of a dud to me. I, I have to say, she was not the highlight for me. Jennifer Lopez was. Every single time she stepped on screen, I was like, yes, what are you doing? Um, I love just the throwback of it. I mean, 2007 to 2015, I think is where they go to. The music was great, except for one song, which I most definitely hate. Um, but Miss, what was it? Beautiful Girls. Mm-hmm. Beautiful okay. Girls. No, wait, not that one beautiful girls i hate that Uh, song with every fiber of my being but the britney spears songs in there just really made up for that and it was great it was so much better than i thought it was gonna be it just you know it's the movie i didn't know i needed you know what and this happens to many films it's not just hustlers that is but it is just the latest example that's sticking out to me yeah is that when you go to the movie theater and you see the promotional posters whether it's at the theater or even like driving i've seen it as well plastered all up and it's got j-lo and it's got cardi b lily reinhardt uh a list of people in there and basically cardi b she's got like one one major scene and then otherwise that's it she's got a little (laughs) oh my gosh but it's like I hate when they, they set you up thinking, like, all right, all these people are in it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. you're like, oh, all right, that was it. Okay. Yeah. Lizzo, too. She was in it for a little tiny bit. But, hey, better to have them in there a little bit than not at all. And just, I never thought that I'd see all those people in one movie ever. So I like that. I think this film would have been better with somebody else in Constance Wu's part. Who? You know, I enjoyed Lily Reinhardt in this film. <laughs> I did. I thought she was really funny, yeah. Um, I don't know. I I, I mean, maybe it's because I also watch Riverdale, so I'm used to seeing her, but I enjoyed her. Uh, yeah. I almost, I would have liked to have seen her if she would have had Constance Wu. And, or, I, I mean, I can't think of anybody else that's off the top of my head, but I just did not, yeah. she just did not bring it for me in this scene, in this uh, this role. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen it, guys, go watch it. It's really fun. Uh, it's all right. It's so, fun. <laughs> go watch it. So, folks, uh, we did do our box office bet last week. And, of course, we did it on Ad Astra because it was the film that you folks in the chat uh, voted on. So we did that film. And uh, the big winner, ladies and gentlemen, let's give a big round of applause for Brie. Wow. With a $21.6 million. There you go. Just a little off. Did a fantastic job. Coming in second was Ryan with a huge leap in the box office, 37.4. <laughs> and then the big loser was me. That's right. Uh, 38 million. I thought Brad Pitt and some cool visuals would be enough to really sink uh, sink it at the box office, and it did not. Yeah, for the record, I think I would have done like 33 or something. Okay. So I would have, I would have lost. Uh, okay, there you go. Just so you know, because oh. this I is important now. I believed in Downton Abbey, and I thought that Downton Abbey would take people away from seeing this one. Mm-hmm. I was right. Brie was right. There you go. And uh, I just, I know my, my mom was, I said it last time, my mom was so excited and my mom doesn't go to many movies like she'll go to here and there. And I'm like, there's probably a lot of America like my mom. And you were right. It's true. Uh, for our side wager, Ryan and I just did a little side action on Rambo. He went with 23. I went with 18. So I at least got a little, I'll take a little bit of redemption. All right. 
Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Yay. Thank you so much. You get one. Uh, so, folks, we will do another box office bet at the end of the show, but we won't really be turning it over to the chat because there's only one film that's going to be in consideration this week, and it is going to be the animated film Abominable. You know, I have such a hard time saying that. Oh, that's why I have it. <laughs> really? What's yeah. the name of the film? It's the the Yeti one. I don't understand. Nope, it's not. It's not. But it's called the Yeti one. What's it called? A- Abominable. Abominable? <laughs> yeah. Gosh, started it. it right Why? the first time. There you Abominable? Go. With confidence, too. I made it. That does not sound right. Abominable. It rolls off your tongue. It sure. does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the new DreamWorks film, we'll be checking, doing our box office bet for that at the end of the episode. But in the meantime, we'll talk some... All right, one more time before we go. Ab- abominable. Ab- Love it. Really? Love it. That just sounds so wrong. What What do you think it should sound like? Abominable. <laughs> that is such a weird word to me. Ugh. All right. Okay. Beautiful. So, folks, internationally, though, it's uh, Ad Astra. Uh, it basically launches weekend with an estimated $26 million in 44 markets for a $45.2 million worldwide start. Mm. Yeah. So, it basically, what they had, the international box office, though, was basically what they had heard about. So, it kind of falls in line with their initial projections. Uh, it is basically 49% ahead of last year's first man, but 23%, oh, and 23% above uh, 2016's arrival. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Arrival's really good too. It, have you seen it? I did see it. It's, it's like a different vibe. Yeah. Moves different. No, I, 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 I kind of dug it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was some stuff with... Amy Adams? Jeremy Renner in there. Isn't it Jeremy Renner? Isn't her husband? You know, I just remember Amy Adams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah thanks. That's all you're thinking about. That, yeah. Her and then the aliens, okay. basically. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Frank, it was Jeremy Renner. There you go. Look at that. Because he, he wore glasses. That's why he throws you off. Oh, whoosh. I'm like, yeah. Hawkeye, that's not you. What? No. no. What's going on? But that's how he shows his range. He puts on glasses. <laughs> Look at that. All done. Yep. Uh, also, it Chapter 2 did uh, $21.3 million in its third weekend there. So it crossed the $200 million, million mark overseas. Nice. For a worldwide tally to $385.1 million, with Japan still to come. <gasps> That's pretty good. <laughs> now, Down Abbey, which began its offshore rollout a week earlier, grossed another $10 million this weekend uh, to bring the overseas total to $30.8 million in 32 markets. And uh, so far, the total in the U.K., uh, which is leading all those international box offices, is $15.6 million to date. Hmm. Once Patan in Hollywood is uh, another title that crossed $200 million in the international box office oh. after debuting in Italy at $5.4 million, which uh, is one of Tarantino's one of, one of his best openings in that market. Wow. Yeah. Good for them. And then in the film, uh, the film that Amy refuses to see, refuses, is I, I mean... Dead set against seeing Hobbs and Shaw, basically crossed seven hundred and fifty million dollars worldwide, and Good Boys is nearing one hundred million dollars. Good Boys. There you go. You know, um, sorry. Continue. Okay. I do have something to share. All right. Well, I'll finish up my last one. Okay. Uh, I know everybody's concerned about Rambo: Last Blood. They're like, Oh my gosh, <gasps> how much? It came in third international domestically. What about internationally? I know nine point two million dollars in thirty three markets. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. So my news is, you know, you guys remember a little tiny thing called Movie Pass. Yes, it's uh, say uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Um, after that happened, I transitioned into Regal, 
Uh, nope, I did not. Into Stubbs A-list, right? Stubbs yep. AMC A-list. So I've been a part of that for over, it's been a year, a little bit over a year. But You're saying goodbye? I did already. What? Yes. I'm now part of Regal Unlimited. Not sponsored. You know, because it's really hard to go to the movies when the movie theaters are kind of far away from you. Um, so I have Regal movie theaters closer to me. So that's how I was able to see Hustlers. Because I literally, like I went at 10.30 at night. It was so close. Um, so I will tell you guys what it's like, you know. It's there's some pros, some cons already. Um, cons that wouldn't let me get two seats or like a seat, a certain seat because there was an empty seat next to me. It's like, hey, it's a couch. Oh, by the way, they're all recliners, so you don't have to like try to figure out which theater has a recliner or not. They're all recliners, um, which was a big reason why I wanted this. Um, so yeah, you couldn't get a certain seat because it's like there's an empty seat next to you. I'm like, okay. They're like, yeah, but we don't want them. Like, that sounds like your problem. So I had to get it later uh, time. But, yeah, pros that it's right there. Um, and it's like the, I guess the interface of the app is pretty interesting, kind of different. And, and it asks for your picture. Just so, like, when oh. you show it's like a little, kind of like a student ID <laughs> when you go and you get it uh, scanned or whatever. So that's that. So you don't have to take out your ID. That, I will say that is a nice feature. You know, um, that is the most annoying feature of Stubbs. That you have to take out your ID. Um, that's kind of it right now. Other than that, it's pretty similar. But like I said, a main thing for me is that I can go at any time to my movie theater, and it will always be a recliner seat. And that was something about AMC theaters. And I'm like, oh, have to sit up like a normal person. I can't just like lay down and. Chill. <laughs> like so, a totally lazy person. Pretty much. You know, I go to the movies to relax and watch something. Um, mm -hmm. But if you guys do want to stop or, like, cancel or, like, kind of pause sort of your Stubbs AMC A-list subscription, you can't get it back for six months. Really? Just so you know. Yeah. Also, did you already say, Amy, how much Regal costs? I didn't. Um, it's different for different things, but I'm doing Regal Unlimited, and it's, like, 23 25 20 yeah, so it's about the same as stuff and how many yeah. movies a week do you get it says unlimited unlimited it says unlimited now the only thing is that i also tried to because i was trying to figure out like the seating arrangement thing so i got the tickets for like at 10 30 i'm like well let me see if i can figure it out you can't schedule another one at the same time which i think is also for the same movie you know what i mean like let's say i wanted to watch hustlers for some reason back to back i couldn't do that it does say on here you know. that you can watch uh, with the subscription pass. You can watch as many movies as you want, as many times as you want, whenever you want, wherever you want. Plus, you get reason. advanced tickets as soon as they go on sale and 10% off food and alcohol. Oh, yeah. 10%. Yeah. I also got a thing for like small popcorn. I'm like, hold on. But I have it. <laughs> so just, you know, knowing that I have these perks, I just feel I feel good. All right. So I feel like I always tend to make these decisions um, around this time of year. Cause last don't, two years ago was Movie Pass and about... No. Yeah, about a year ago was Stubbs A-list. So if you guys have any questions, feel free to leave them down below. I will answer them if I know the answer. If not, I will put a link to yeah. the Regal Unlimited Just tell me your phone number. Let them call you. Oh, yeah. It's 555-5555. All right. Well, I'm still doing the Stubbs, but I, yeah. I completely respect in terms of uh, location. Location, location, location. You know? It's just easy. All right. So... 
Uh, so, folks, uh, usually we do a little box office rewind mm-hmm. about somebody that's going to be in an upcoming film. Mm-hmm. But we've got uh, a film, uh, only one film this week, and that's... Abominable. Abominable. Yep, beautiful. Bid- uh, so that th- made me start thinking like animated films. Yes. So Amy and I, oh, we're going uh, to just share what we think our personal top five animated films are. And now this includes this could be anything Disney, Pixar, any top five, DreamWorks. any animated film you've ever seen in your life. Just give me your top five. All right. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> You know what? I'm not going to give you a top five. Okay. I'm going to just give you five that I love because I cannot put them in order. Oof. Okay? Okay. All right. Is that legally so, you can't do that? Legally, I cannot. Okay. I've already signed a certain okay. agreement. Understood. All right. Okay. okay. Zootopia. Oh, okay. I personally identify with Judy Hopps. <laughs> I really do. I love her so much. Um, Toy Story, the, the first one. There's something nostalgic about that one, like Hello. Um, Inside Out, perhaps one of the most emotional animated movies I've ever seen in my entire life, and Bing Bong is a treasure. And also Amy Poehler's voice in uh, Mindy Kaling's, like, come Mm -hmm. on. Uh, That's three. Okay, 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 I can do this. I can do this. Um, You know, I would add Monsters, Inc. to that one. Um... Yeah, it's just their voices. I love their voices, and I love the idea of it, and I love their growth. Um, and Boo's cute. Do you? I, I do enjoy that relationship yeah. that develops between uh, uh, Sully and Boo. Mm-hmm. But what do you think of Monster University? Um, there was a lot of growth. I mean, a lot of room for potential. A lot of potential. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, and it just. It was cute. It was cute, but it definitely, like, took away from what I wanted. Um, Especially because I'm not a huge fan of, like, prequels, and that's basically what it was. Where you're like, oh, wow, we've made it this far, and now it's like, it's going to be about laughter. That's so cool. And then you're like, oh, hold on. You like that, right? Okay, cool. But we're going to go back to the screaming situation, because, like, how they all started. And it's like, but what? But now I want to know what's next, man. Yeah, not, not what was before. I thought it was interesting because that film, usually you see in those movies where yeah. it's like uh, the message, especially for young kids, it's like it, as long as you work hard, you can become anything you want. Yeah. And this film very much tells you like you can work as hard as you want and you still can't become what you want. <laughs> the 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 people saying, or not the people, but the monster saying, we're okay. We're okay. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what I'm about yeah. at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's just like at the end, we're like, yeah, you worked as hard as you could, and you still don't make it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's sadly much like real life, but it's not, I don't know if it's, is it the message that you want in an animated film? It's the complete opposite of Zootopia. No, it's true. That's why I love Zootopia. All right. Um, I've said four. Uh, you know, oh, shoot, that one's a good one. Oh, <sighs> Spider-Man's the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Yeah. Amy, you yeah. almost made it with all Pixar. Just had to throw it off I, that last there you one. Go. I love Pixar so much. That's why, like, when people say animated, I'm like, okay, can it be anything? Because if not, they're going to be mostly all Pixar. Um, yeah, and I mean, there's other ones like Big Hero 6 that I think is very underrated that I love so mm-hmm. much. How to Train Your Dragon <clears throat> 3, this last one that came out. Yeah, that's your favorite? N- 
out of the I, three. I didn't see the other two. Oh, boy. And I still just felt so emotionally connected to it. And uh, Toothless basically looks like my cat Spielberg. So okay. I'm like, oh. Um, yeah. Those are, oh, shoot, Ratatouille. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm gonna, okay, okay, six Ratatouille. Okay. Okay. All right. Just slide that right in there. Right yes. The I mean, right. Ratatouille? Yeah. Come on. <sighs> I made Ratatouille, actually, two Thanksgivings ago. Oh, nice. Because of Ratatouille. Well, thanks for bringing some in for all of us. It's not Thanksgiving. Oh, then. We didn't have a show on Thanksgiving, so. Mm, it's a luckily story. <laughs> Got myself out of that one. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, mine, I guess I'd go with the emoji movie. <laughs> Just kidding. Would be, oh, I would awful. have had to leave. Uh, you know, I would throw Lilo and Stitch. Oh, crap. Yeah, that one's a good one. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. You know, there is something I enjoy about the uh, the Tarzan film. Interesting. I do enjoy that. Oh. Uh, I do have a soft spot for The Little Mermaid. Oh, oh, we're going old school, too. Yeah. Yeah. You can go very much old school if you'd like. All right. I, and, you know, it's, like, well, it's got to be How to Train Your Dragon, that first film. Yeah? Yeah, there's, yeah, that's, I had to really, for people that I keep on saying, and you're you're probably right, I can't argue with that, that I hate pretty much everything. You I, don't, I, though. Well, there's a few things that touch my heart. And then How Very to Train Your Dragon. Few. Yeah, they touch my heart. Amy touches my heart. Oh, we got As that on camera. There you go. Can I say my list, too, when you're done? No, we're good. Anyway. Okay, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> go ahead, Brie, what do you got? <laughs> I was thinking about this whole time. Okay, so here's what I think I've got. Uh, five Alice in Wonderland because mm. one it terrified me as a child but then I grew to like love it and the satire parts of it I really think are fun um, and the history of it and then Who Framed Roger Rabbit I know that's a Ooh. little bit of a cheat because no, there's that's live a good action one. in it mm. but I think like the fact that they made that when they made that and how like flawlessly it stands up today even love that movie uh, Beauty and the Beast mm. yeah. because yeah Identified with Belle as a child very much with my books. Uh, Frozen. <gasps> oh, I love Frozen. Frozen's so good. And then number one has to be Aladdin for me just for the genie alone. With Rob Williams oh. the genie alone. That's my top five. All right. That's a, that's a solid top solid. five. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, the more I see about Frozen 2, the more I'm getting pumped for that film. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Because, you know, there's a lot I liked about the first film. But then it feels like you're really exploring the mythology of all this. I'm like, I'm 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 invested in this mythology. Uh, I'm so ready to learn all the songs and to sing them all, just like I do with the first Frozen. Great, I love it so much. You know, and I, the first time that I realized that I could really like hang out with kids and like be on their level, not just because of my height, was when um, we sang Frozen songs together. I'm like, you know, you get me, guys. It's great. It's great. Bringing everyone together. I think Thanks my favorite Frozen. part about the Frozen 2 trailer has to be the castaway jokes that were made afterwards. In the first trailer or the second trailer? Haven't there been I two? think it was the tre- teaser trailer. Oh, okay. Where she's trying to get off and she keeps falling and crumbling back down yeah. over the, uh, on the wave. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Wilson. Oh, it looks great. I, uh, I'm uh, very much excited for that film. Yeah. Uh, so, folks, it is time, since we're not doing our, uh, we'll do our box office bet in a little bit, but we've yeah. got we got a top five to do for next week. Oh, yeah. I do want to say, guys, uh, please share your top five uh, animated movies in the comments down below or in the chat, wherever you would like to. Yeah. Or send us a letter. Ooh. Ooh, a telegram. A telegram. That's a right. Facts. A singing telegram would be even better. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah that would be nice. nice. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so, folks, we've got uh, uh, Abominable. Right, Amy? I don't think so. <laughs> you don't think so? No. Abominable. You're saying it. Who is saying it right? Say it. Abominable. 
abominable. You hear that? We just said it. Those are different. Those are different. I'm not crazy. Just know that I'm saying it right. Well, okay. Um, So that's coming out here from Universal. uh, 4,100 screens. That's a lot. Do you think this is enough to take down Downton Abbey? Or is the fan base for this so tremendous that it's going to hold up strong on a second week? You know, we don't really have anything for kids right now. No animated anything for kids out there in theaters. Nothing. It Chapter 2 doesn't scream, yay, kids can watch this. The rest don't either, so... But it is... I mean, certainly it's got screen uh, screen count in its favor. Yeah. But it's a property. It's a new property. So there's really nothing to, like, say, yeah, you got to come see this again. Yeah, but kids aren't that picky. If they're like, hey, what the heck is that? That looks cool. Ha! I laughed at some of the jokes. Hey, Mom. Hey, Dad. Can can we go see it? Yeah, but, I, you know, no? I have to admit, I, I, the stuff that I've seen for Abominable has not sucked. I mean, I think I want to see it because I do enjoy DreamWorks. And I'm willing to trust oh. them, the animated films, especially when they, I mean, they keep tying it to How to Train Your Dragon. So I'm like, all right, I'm willing to come and check out this They've film. They've already, like, roped you in with that. Yeah. They're like, come on, Frank. But I, I feel like I don't ha- I have zero clue what this film is about. I mean, okay, so if Downton Abbey goes down 15%, I mean, 50, then it would be yeah. 15. It's 15.5. You don't think um, the Yeti movie will be able to make at least that much? I, if it was, it might be really close. Hmm. You know, I. Yeah, I'm not. You don't think so? How much did the first How to Train Your Dragons make? Uh, how to Tra- when that opened up, that made forty three a bazillion dollars. Not bazillion, just <laughs> forty three yeah, million bucks. So that's true. I mean, I, I don't know if Abominable is based on a children's book or anything like that. It was a. Uh, a kids' uh, book series for How to Train Your Dragon. So there was a little bit of a fan base built into it. I'm going to trust the kids. All I right. think they're going to go to the theaters. So you're saying just number all one the for kids that. together? Yeah, the Yeti movie. And then um, are you just knocking everything down? One. So we're saying goodbye to Hustlers. We are going to say goodbye to Hustlers. I think. All right. What do you want to say to J Lo as she exits out the door? You're still Jenny from the block to me. There you go. I love you so much. <laughs> Um, you know, maybe, I mean, because they are so close, we could always have like the switcheroo of like, mm, Ad Astra and Rambo, Last Blood and It Chapter 2 and Hustlers, but I'll just leave it like it is. I, yeah, I would be curious. I, I feel like because the audience response for Rambo is better. You think it'll go? I, I could think if you're looking at two of those films dropping, that people might still be like, all right, I'll still go check out Rambo. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know if. Ad Astra, Ad Astra is going to be having... I don't know if a lot of people leaving Ad Astra are saying, dude, you got to go see Ad Astra. Like, for me, if I was talking to somebody, I'd say, no, you got to see Rambo because it gets bonkers at the end. It's one of those things, too, where it's like, we already, we already got our dose of Brad Pitt this year. And I don't know, like, you, there are a lot of Brad Pitt fans out there. I'm not one of them. But with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I was like, hey, that was pretty cool. Okay. And now I'm good. I don't need to see him again. Like, so close after Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It feels like it just came out. I know it didn't, but that and the space movie, it's like, we've been there and done that. It's, uh, you know, but I will say it is because I, I watched a little bit more of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What do you mean? A few a, nights ago. Like, for the first time? No, no, no. I just, I, as I was leaving, I saw a late showing of Rambo Last Blood, and then as I was walking out. 
there's like a little like the last half hour left of so you snuck into a theater. I thought I left something Another, in the theater, uh, so I just was, you, was checking to see if I like. I'm gonna I think call I left something. the uh, you know the movie police. The movie police. The movie police are coming to get me, sir. You need to make sure to pay. <laughs> But it was just seeing the range for him. I mean, because yeah. Cliffy plays Once Upon a Time with more of a laconic kind of that back dude. Yeah. Uh, and then his kind of rigid, uh, emotionally rigid man here in at Astro. It's kind of interesting. You kind of see a little bit of a range for him this year. So you're saying people should go see it? No, I'm not saying that. Okay, you're giving us mixed messages, and I don't know what to take from that. So for me, I will go Abominable. I'll go Downton Abbey, Rambo, at Astra, okay. in Chapter 2. Okay, so we just switched. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so, folks, it is time for our box office bet. Get ready. We've got Abominable. Oh, love of that. A little ka-ching. What if we, Nicely like, done. actually bet, you know? Like, yeah. what if we made money off of this? All right, you want to do some? Like, yeah. yeah. Right. How much? Oh, yeah, how much you throwing down, Amy? Yeah. Right? What, kind of, what are you talking about? Like, let's, 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 like let's make it interesting. Are we doing, like, 500 bucks, if nothing. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say $5, but no. <laughs> It's okay, because if I lose, I don't want to give anyone five dollars. You yep. know, I, I think every penny is precious. <laughs> Thanks. All right, here we go. So, abominable on forty one hundred screens from Universal slash DreamWorks Animation, and we will. Let me just put in all the names here. All right. Um, oh, they're so cute. All right, I feel like I'm. Oh, I will go. I mean, just look at those faces. Don't you like, oh, hey, come, kids, come see this right. movie. I got mine. What'd you put? You know, I'm not going to say. Were you? <laughs> I was about to say something. I like, no, no, no. That's that's a spoiler. Uh, Amy, you ready to go? I guess. Bree, how about you? Oh, yeah, no. I'm good. It's all oh, right. Oh, what have I done? No, I love it. Bree, oh, what do you no. got? I'm going to go 21.5. Ooh, very reserved. Yeah. All right. I just don't know. I don't know. All right. 21.5 for Brie. All right. Amy, what do you got? 35. Thir- what? Ooh. What, Frank? What? Uh, what? Yeah, oh. That's fine. That's very fine. 35. Uh, you know, I just went with my number from last week. It was still up there, so I went with 38. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I like this much. I'm going to bet it twice. So we'll see. <laughs> How that served me. It didn't serve me well this week, but uh, we'll see about next week. I think I feel good about this. All right. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Kids, go see it. Uh, so, folks, that's going to do it for this part of Box Office Breakdown. We're going to do a little spoiler-filled talk about Ad Astra and Rambo in just a moment. So if you want to tune out and not have anything spoiled so you can go see it in the movie theaters for yourself, please tune out now. But as always, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give us a thumbs up two or three or four five however many you can fit in there and uh, if you haven't been uh, thanks you once for hopping in the chat but if you're watching after we stream live I mean, what can they do they can comment down below and if you want to stay in touch with any of us after the show Bree where can they find you they can find me at Bree B-R-I underscore Phipps P-H-I-P-P-S on Twitter and Instagram and you guys can find me on all social media including Letterboxd at Amy Cassandra M-T-Z mm. nailed it I don't need someone else to tell me I nailed it. I got it. Uh, and what film should they see this weekend? Hustlers. No. Oh, you're doing this on purpose. Yeah. Abominable. Beautiful. Uh, folks, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. If you're taking off, we'll see you back here next Sunday. Go see some movies. Uh, but otherwise, we're going to jump right into the spoiler for talking about Rambo Last Blood. Spoiler alert.
Spoiler alert. I was slightly scared. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll dive into first Ad Astra. Yes. There is, uh, you know, as I said, the visuals and the world building I enjoyed. There, the emotional arc of this film is basically, if you've seen the trailers, mm-hmm. what do you think the film was based on the trailer? Um, Brad Pitt trying to find his dad or something. Okay. No, 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 that's that's a good one. I mean, basically, he's got a, uh, abandonment issues. I would say daddy issues. Re- okay. re- I would say added to the dad those, and he's like trying to like save the world from something. There is something going on that his father may be responsible for, whether it's deliberate or not, is kind of the what he needs to find out. But whatever the result is, he still needs to stop it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, coupled with that, is that you know left sixteen years ago, you know left everything behind, and hasn't been in touch with them. So. This is a film about Brad Pitt going to save the world, but it's also Finest, dealing yeah. with the abandonment issues and the daddy issues that he has surrounding his father. And that just that stuff did not land for me. Hmm. And so it was a bit disappointing when it's no big spoiler here at the end that he finds Tommy Lee Jones. That moment, it's I was I wanted something a little bit more satisfying in that for them when they actually meet each other and then they reconnect after 16 years and it's not there you know I feel like that's always a dangerous territory in movies where it's like they're looking for someone and the expectations the longer the movie is you know the expectations are so high that when that doesn't happen the way you want it to then you're like disappointed Wrinkle in Time was yes yeah Chris Pine I was like okay like I thought he did really well but the rest of the cast I was like but okay that's it okay this is weird yeah, it just it gives you one of those like, so you went all that way just for that? Is it worth it? <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I guess you ultimately he saves the world, you know, certainly. So the trip was not wasted. Okay. But I'm just like, all right, you did you really? I mean, the daddy issues. You could have just had like a little session with your therapist and yeah, probably worked on those at home. That sounds cheaper than going to space. Yeah. So and there's also I. As I said, I like the mechanics and the world building. And so there's, they're traveling from, they go to the Earth to the moon, and then from moon to Mars. And then from Mars, they're taking off to Neptune to go find Tommy Lee Jones. That's basically their, their way stations and stuff. Okay. But on their way from uh, the moon to Mars, they come across a, a space vessel that's been doing, um, has animals on board because they're doing experiments with animals in terms of how they deal with Humane? space. I mean, whatever the experiments are, they don't go into it. But it just is, you know, animal experimentation. Just I would assume to deal with how animals do in with zero G things like that. Uh, there's a scene with a chimpanzee, or next to me, a baboon, where it is loose, and I, I assume due to its extreme uh, for the length of time that it's been in space, it's kind of gone bonkers, and it. I guess it's killed the crew, but you never see any bodies. You never see any bodies, and that seems so weird to me. No body, not dead. I, yeah, but I don't understand how they get they get onto and something happens on on the ship. I won't, uh, you know, where not everybody makes it back, but yet I'm thinking that for the original ship that they never once come across any single bodies on there. That seemed really weird to me. Yeah. So I, I still like I still don't understand that whole sequence there. But space is crazy, you guys. That uh, happens. There you go. As we wrap it up, Rambo: Last Blood. As I said, bonkers movie. It starts off. It's a depressing movie. Really? Because basically, John Rambo now, at the end of the 2008 Rambo film, he comes back to the States. He goes back to his family farm. This picks up 10 slash 11 years later. Mm-hmm. He uh, has really taken the uh, the caretakers uh, is, a, is a woman and her granddaughter. 
is uh, John Rambo's kind of taking her under wing. Almost looks as to her as her own daughter. She calls him Uncle John. But uh, she still has abandonment issues with her father, who walked out on her and her mom. And then her mom died of cancer, so she's gone. But her dad is in Mexico. He's in Arizona, John Rambo on the farm. Uh, Everybody's telling the daughter that he's a terrible man. Terrible man. Don't go to Mexico. You're only going to get hurt by this. She goes. She goes. She, because a friend of hers that was kind of on the bad side of town when she was still living in Arizona, is now Mm -hmm. living in Mexico, goes there. She basically meets the father. The father says, oh, I don't care about you at all. She leaves. The friend that gave her the info then basically sells her off to become like a, you know, just a uh, sex worker in oh, Mexico. whoa. Yeah. It just, it basically applies into all the terrible stereotypes that you think of Mexico. If you think of Mexico, you're like, oh, okay, if we're going to treat it really bad, we're going to think of all those bad movies that happen in Mexico where everybody is, you know, willing to sell out anybody they know just to be able to make any sort of kind of life for themselves. Yeah. So... It, ter- it turns out terrible. John Rambo goes to try to save the girl. Doesn't work. She ends up getting uh, force-fed drugs until she ends up ODing. That's great. Yeah. So it turns into this really sour thing. And then basically all the bad guys, after John Rambo goes on his rampage after the, the girl is dead, he goes seeking vengeance on everybody. Draws them back to his family farm. And that's when it goes Home Alone style, where he's just killing everybody left and right. It's it's an ugly film. And then it just... it. <laughs> At the end, he literally, he says, I want to feel your heart in my hands. And he literally cuts out the bad guy's heart at the end and pulls it out and then like shows it to him. And then before he dies, oh, it is. Yeah. And you don't, you think it'd be like old man Logan where he sits there. Yeah. It's not even that good. It's not even nowhere near that good. He basically just sits there on a chair at the end of the movie. And you think like, all right, I guess he's going to let himself bleed out from the wounds that he kind of got during this final battle. But no, during the credits, the very last shot in the credits is him hopping back on a horse and riding off somewhere. So, John Rambo, it's still not, it's not Last Blood, guys. It's only Last Blood for now. You heard that here first. If you want to see, a, I can't recommend this film on any sort of you know merit-based system there, but if you want to see just a bonkers film for the last half hour, it's worth seeing for that. But the first part is just so ugly. Ugh. I feel like they didn't have to do that. They could have accomplished everything they needed to in a different way. Yeah, I mean, if it's your, if it's your last time with a character, you want to do a more nuanced ramp. And this does not give it. But anyway, folks, that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. We're going to be back here next Sunday to talk about some movies. Amy, do you want to come back and talk about movies? Um, Yeah, I think so. All right, that's fantastic. So go see what, Amy? Abominable. Beautiful. And we'll see you back here next Sunday night. <laughs> Bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.